0: This episode of the Comedy Zone podcast is brought to you by BarkBox. Make your best friend happy at getbarkbox.com slash comedyzone.
1: From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Now. Your host, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis.
0: I was wondering why you were vigorously shaking your head. No, but it's because Will's not here. Yeah, he's busy being a dad.
2: <laughs> wow, that sounds weird. Yeah. I imagine not as weird as it sounds to Will, but right. But I uh, was like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, usually, whenever whenever one of you is gone. Yes, um, and and the voiceover says, you know, here's your host, Will
0: Jacobs and Sammy <laughs> Joe Francis, yeah.
2: and either whoever, which of you is here, and I will make eye, eye contact and just kind of shake her oh. head like, nope, it's it's only one of us. So all right, well, yeah. let's
0: just go ahead and um, clarify that it's normally Will who's gone.
2: Uh, yeah, that's fair.
0: That's fair because normally he, well, yeah. for a while he was on the road.
2: Yeah, he was on the road, and now he's and a dad.
0: Now he's got. Well, hopefully he'll be back.
2: Yeah, he... But little
0: baby is doing well.
2: Yep, he, uh, we saw our first picture this morning. Woke me up with a video a this video, morning, actually. yeah. yeah. Uh, I hadn't heard from Will in uh, several days, and so I was kind of like he's yeah, been... He's
0: probably sleeping when he can.
2: Yeah, I think so too, but yeah. he's been like, you know, no social media, there's been no announcement of the kid on social media, there's been nothing, so uh-huh. I, I, I was kind of... Like, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, gosh, I hope everything's okay. Right. And it turns out everything is fine. Yeah. Um, just being a hermit for a minute. Yeah. And it's fair. He's earned it. It's yeah. It's only been a week, right? Yeah. It was uh, last, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it was last week. That, okay. Yeah. So much has happened in the last week that I can't. Me I feel like the kid should be six years old by now. The kid is six years old by
0: now. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's like puppy years. Like one year is actually seven. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, so I have exciting news. Tell me. Well, you already know about it. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not exciting. I'm that's pregnant with your kid. Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, that's terrifying. <laughs> All right. So anyways, um, this Sunday... Well, wait,
2: which part of that is terrifying?
0: That I would be pregnant. Oh, okay. And that you would be the dad of a kid that you didn't know we could have because we've never had sex.
2: Right. I think that was...
0: Immaculate conception. <laughs>
2: yeah. Somehow from... Yeah.
0: Yes. That motion, though. <laughs> we just need a camera currently, or oh, no. constantly recording in here. Yeah, no, there's that a would reason we are Yeah.
2: Anyway, um, so Sunday.
0: Okay, so Sunday is the second installment of season three of Funny on the Fly. Correct. And yours truly is hosting that bitch. That is
2: correct. Sammy Jo Francis will be emceeing Funny on the Fly on Sunday night. Now, And y-
0: we could have really announced this a while ago, but I didn't yeah. know for sure if it was a go. Right. Because it was kind of brought to me as you know if, if you're willing and I was like yeah I'm willing and then a couple weeks went by where I wasn't on the podcast because I was out of town or busy or whatever and here I am
2: yeah now you're 48 hours with
0: one and... line of material <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a shit show for that's all you but need. You'll be fine. um doors open at
2: uh doors open at six shows at, shows seven, at seven on Sunday night May 7th yes uh, um
0: tickets in advance are 10
2: tickets in advance are 15 oh I'm sorry 10 10
0: at the door they're 15, 15
2: at the door yes yeah that's if great.
0: you know me and i like you maybe you'll be on my list yeah it, it, but probably not i don't I like a lot of people i think i'm gonna, gonna, gonna put be... brian on my list but he's the producer yeah so.
2: I, I get in free anyway right um i i i think it's gonna be great i think you're gonna do really well we'll see
0: otherwise if i'm not on the show next week <laughs> yeah. it's because i bombed and i quit yeah. comedy
2: we're not gonna ask you to do anything you're not ready to do so don't worry about that Okay, so um, I can stop stretching. Yes. Okay. Yeah, although we're having a pole installed. so I, I'm, Yeah, I'm no, that I was for the other
0: comics, not me. I just do a chair. I'm, I don't even need the
2: pole. I, t- I, t- I should read your writer, is what I, I, should, I should. I mean. Read the specs. And yeah. Read, yeah. You should. I should do
0: that. It's in the fine print. <laughs> Sparkles are needed, though, for so, Spunky Piney crow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, though. I'm looking forward to you. To you, I'm, I'm always looking forward to the show. Because I think it's just a fun show to I'm guilt-tripping
0: everybody I know to come.
2: Excellent. Good. The more butts we can get in the seats, the better.
0: Yeah. And the the more laughs.
2: Well, yeah. Obviously, the laughs will come with the butts.
0: Listen, if you're friends with me and you're listening to this, I need you to have a sparkly sign and I need you to guffaw at every fucking one of my jokes.
2: Heartily? Should we guffaw heartily? Obviously. Okay.
0: Well, maybe switch it up.
2: Okay. Sometimes. Light, then heartily. Yeah. You don't want to be too over the top every joke. Because then I'll punch you. Right. (laughs) We don't want that.
0: Yeah, we don't. No. That would be a lawsuit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's exciting. If you don't know what Funny on the Fly is, it is an amazing show that Brian has produced for three years. With uh, Debbie Millwater here yes. in Charlotte. Yep. Um, <laughs> didn't mean to not mention Debbie, <laughs> yeah, we, of we, course. Got to mention Um, way. But it gives comics the opportunity to kind of do an off-the-cuff set. Mm-hmm. They're able to pick 10 random topics. They do not know the topics before um, they get here, then they have 30 minutes to write to those topics, or maybe a little bit longer, depending on how, yeah, it, how long the comic before them is.
2: Yeah, we don't have a stopwatch.
0: Right. Right. But we're also uh, not going to keep yeah. you here till midnight. There no. is a time limit. Yep, I will pull comics. their asses off with a cane. I'm bringing a cane. It's sparkly, though. Uh, cool, cool. It's part of my <laughs> That's routine. Fine. That's
2: fine. Um, but we, yeah, there's 10 comics. They generally get about six minutes a piece. And then there's, you know, other hilarity going on during the show. Right. So it's about a 90 minute show. My goal is always to get people in and out 90 minutes. Oh, and, yeah. Is it? it? It is.
0: Wow. 90 minutes. That's long. Oh. In and out in 90 minutes.
2: I mean, me and Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Our goal is to. Um.
0: So it's going to be really exciting. 90 minutes.
2: What? Uh, not Nothing. What? All right. Uh,
0: <laughs> Very exciting. So I'm happy yeah. to be I'm seeing it. And we're happy to have you. And, and doing a little uh, stab at comedy.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're, I we don't want to hype
0: anybody up too much.
2: Yeah, again, I mean. It's
0: going to be terrible, guys.
2: We're not going to ask you to do anything you're not ready for. I still think that, that you would be.
0: I'm literally going to have two lines of comedy. Yeah. Start over five times. Perfect. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I think that's it. What... It's my first time, guys.
2: Until you get it right. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing these same two jokes over again until I get them right.
0: You think I should um, bring a candle and come out on stage, light it, be like, it's my first time, so she just need to set the mood. I think so. Yeah. Get some groovy tunes on.
2: Actually, that's kind of fun. Should, should I c- do that? We could do that. All right. Yeah. Well,
0: now everybody knows it, so <laughs> yes. can you just edit that out?
2: Uh, yep. I'll take that right out. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Funny on the Fly, Sunday night, 7 o'clock. It's going to be fun. We've got some new comics coming, some old favorites. Uh, it'll, it'll be fun on Sunday. Now I'm
0: now I'm paranoid that I should delete that part from the podcast. No,
2: no, no. We don't. We don't do any editing. You know that.
0: Well, that one time when I, in the comic. Well, yeah, but that
2: that yeah. Okay. I saved the pictures for that, but I did cut it out of the podcast.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. Well, as long as there's proof of it somewhere. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I need Will to be able to remember these things once he joins us again.
2: That's true. That's, That's
0: what we, we should have all of our pictures that we do on the wall with all the comics. That a would be idea. A, a cool. So idea. we should
2: do something in this room. I think that besides
0: I've, having it be like a Carolina blue closet,
2: I think we've established that the room is ours.
0: Yes, Here's I have peed th- in every corner.
2: Yeah, if you've if you've been to the comedy zone, as you're facing the stage, if you look off to the left, to house left.
0: What do you mean? Yeah, did you watch me pee in every corner?
2: Yeah. So-
0: Okay, so if you look off to the left of the stage, yes, there's when a little, you're at Funny on the Fly this Sunday,
2: a little room, a little, a little what appears to be a storage room with a door. Yes, uh, could be
0: a bathroom, uh, could be a water heater. Yeah, you don't really know.
2: It's the podcast studio. Don't so... we have a sign on the door? No, no, of course. not. I thought we had something. No, I want to put a big fat head of the, of the logo on the outside of the yeah. of the door here. When we originally planned this out, we we had talked about cutting a window into that wall and having oh, a window yeah. in here. And then, like, you know, we could do some recording during shows and things like yeah, that. But and then, that then would where would I filter.
0: hide if we get attacked one day?
2: Not in the podcast, studio. you? Yeah.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah. That door is so solid, nobody could get in.
2: <laughs> that door is, it's like, made out of Kleenex. So you <laughs> yeah, could, it's just a beaded curtain. You could, you, could, you could blow your way through that door.
0: <laughs> that's right. Or, <laughs> or not. Maybe that's what I'm hiding from. So to speak. Yeah. Yes. So on the show today, we have Ramon Rivas uh yes a lot of alliteration there yes you know i couldn't say my r's when i was younger
2: how did you say them woman probably like i like don't remember but
0: i had a friend named rory Wowie. so it was terrible i was how like w- can you just go by something else go by lauren
2: could you pronounce your l's because that would be fine hello hey, Wowie? because that would be fun
0: but so i can sound like elmer yeah. fudd yeah yeah um no i just remember going to speech therapy when i was younger
2: oh you and me both. I went to speech therapy as well. For different reasons, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. Could you say your R's?
2: Yeah, my R's were flawless. Well, I couldn't. R- when I could actually say them, my R's At were least flawless. my name wasn't, <laughs> you know,
0: starting with an R or had a yeah. lot of, like, Rebecca or something, because that would be embarrassing. Yeah. That would be bad. Or Ramona, to go along with our, the female version of our guest. Yeah. Yes.
2: So did I tell you, I think I sent you a text last week. Did you? There was... The- <laughs> I'm glad to see my texts have such an impact yes um i my wife and I went went out to breakfast on Saturday morning, and there was a young woman with a Piney grove high school
0: oh yeah, you did this. yes it's amazing t sure not
2: now is there is there was there a Piney grove high school?
0: yeah, it was Piney grove elementary, which is now okay. um now one of the schools that goes like kindergarten all the way up to like eighth grade oh, okay whatever those schools are called because they um they changed it after i was done there because i went to (laughs) yeah (laughs) they they were like listen spunky piney grove get the fuck out of here (laughs) we have to change the whole (laughs) system because of you um no it was where i went to school kindergarten through second grade and Mm -hmm. then third grade i went to bruns avenue
2: Mm -hmm.
0: off of Beatty's ford
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: not because i lived over there that is not a good area of charlotte no it's not but because it was a year round school and they taught us German. Kind of cool. Different. So, what? It was a year round school.
2: No, I understand that concept. They but taught I, us German? Did you spe- specifically select German?
0: Not, no. I no. Don't, no, I don't think my mom was like, oh, Spanish isn't going to be useful. Let's teach your German. Yeah, but they
2: just decided they were going to teach you German.
0: So, that's what my mom actually sounds like, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All I remember is. Auto or auto, which is car, and right, Pupa, right. which is doll. So I can get you a doll or a car.
2: It's weird because When I was going to school... Oh, and I know I love you, but... Our, how do you say that in... Oh, yeah, right. Yep, That's true. Yeah. Um, I think
0: it sounds uglier when they say it,
2: though. Oh, it's a clunky language. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah.
0: I'd rather have something that sounds like sexy or fluent, like... Yeah, I like, don't know. L- l- like fluid I guess is a better word. Je t'aime
2: in French is, yeah. is a, that's fantastic. Yeah. Je t'aime, super yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the the when I was in school we had either Spanish or French those were the choices and of course I chose French because I had no idea I'd be living in Tucson Arizona for 15 years. Oh, <laughs> so, so naturally I picked it. Damn French. it. So I can say like open the window and and uh my name is Paul. I can say my name is Paul. In French. Oh wow. Je m'appelle Paul.
0: Hmm. But your name's that not Paul. Is not my name.
2: No, but I mean, I could say Je m'appelle what? Brian too, but okay. specifically the way they taught it to us was Je m'appelle Paul.
0: What if you're a girl? Je m'appelle Paula? Paulette. Oh, Paulette. Mm.
2: Paula. Um, open the window, close the door, uh, close your mouth. Fair It's me so
0: l'abush. funny that you only remember, like, because if you take these for multiple years, you really should be fluent in it. You'd you hope. should. Yeah. Um, I mean, people take Rosetta Stone, and how long is that? Like a fucking month? And they're like, good to go. Yeah. Um, but I think it's one of those things that if you don't use it, you lose it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, my vagina, I haven't used it, so I lost it. I don't know where it is. Roaming the streets of Charlotte.
2: I have it. it yeah. That's why I'm pregnant. <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> it all makes sense now, Brian.
2: Um, no, but you're right. It, it, it's so, it, it, that, and this was like, the, I think I took three years of French, and I just don't know anything about it. I mean, nothing functional. Right. Unless Three
0: a, years, that's a long time, too.
2: Right, unless I'm, I'm warm in a room and I need someone to open a window, then I'm, no. I'm sad. <laughs> but that never happens other, for me, so that would be that. useless. Yep, nope, Not, yeah.
0: <laughs> Since I'm always cold um, while I'm bundled up and drinking hot coffee mm. right now.
2: Right, it is warm in here, though, a little bit, I think.
0: It's because I'm here. Right, is that Hey, it? and it's because my vagina's in your pocket. Right, so. right exactly. yeah. <laughs> I'm using Those it, two things uh, together. I'm using it as a muff. Ha! <laughs> See what I
2: did? There, that's funny. All right,
0: guys. So it's been fun. Uh, I'll see you next week.
2: <laughs> That's it. We're shutting it down. Yeah.
0: Shut so that shit
2: down. Um, I have a story. I have a story.
0: Well, let's hear it.
2: Uh, do we want to? Should we tell it now or wait? Wait. First off, did you approach
0: the girl with the piney grove shirt?
2: No. 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 Come on. No. That would have been. That would have been. Uh, that that would have been. Was it, it a kid? It was a it was a kiddish, yeah maybe early, under 18. maybe early teens, maybe yeah, I wasn't gonna
0: did you want to offer some free candy and be like, where's that shirt from? Hey I need you that want shirt this lollipop <laughs> I got a give... vagina in my pocket I will give,
2: <laughs> I will give you ten dollars for your shirt. No, that would not have been an appropriate and
0: I' like, I'll give you <laughs> 20
2: so make that it rain would on her. not have been an appropriate thing to do
0: not at brunch at least
2: yeah, no, no so but it, it said like was it pirates? does that sound right
0: No Panthers,
2: the Panthers. That's it. So Piney Grove Panthers. That's yeah. what it said, and I, uh, I immediately heard uh, Pine and Grove and immediately thought of you, Spunky Piney Grove.
0: Hold on, because now the song is coming back to me. It's the um, uh, it's whatever their like little song that we would sing was, but it it was to the theme of something, and I feel like it's a small world. Was it? But it was black and gold Panther. Might, we do all that is right and we love our piney grove. (laughs) See? Now that stuck with me, but Spanish, get out of here. No, not so much. Yeah. You just have to be cute and rhymey.
2: So you you only went through till second second grade. Through second grade. Yeah. And you remember the songs. That's it's 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 amazing the things that stick with us. Yeah. And yet I can't remember what I But I could also
0: walk to school then and I think that was a big deal to me. Because I was, it was like every all my neighbors went there. It was a very community thing. Yeah. We were in a neighborhood, literally. Yeah. Um. And then fourth and fifth grade, I went to a performing arts school. Which should explain so much. That
2: answers a lot of questions. Yeah, it does.
0: But I got no. We'll go back to that story <laughs> some other time. Yeah. I was not good in fourth and fifth grade, and then I got my shit together.
2: Not good in what way? Oh, I got in trouble. Some behavior issues. Oh yeah. What was the what What was the worst thing you did that you got in trouble for?
0: I got in school suspension quite a few times. Um, I got it for asking the teacher what a blowjob was <laughs> in front of everybody.
2: He's just like, I threw a paper airplane at the teacher. No. No. Blow I job. asked him
0: what a blowjob was because my friends said, you should ask him what it is. So I was like, what's a blowjob? And then he's like, that's not appropriate. We're going to talk about that. And so I go but He said, I went back to the back of the classroom and started spelling it, which I don't remember. But I can totally see my smart ass self doing that. Like, B L O.
2: But see, here's the thing, though, and here's my problem with that. W. I know there's a W on it. <laughs> There's a W <laughs> just, in there. Somewhere. I was just starting it. That, that his response is immediately to get you in trouble.
0: Well, he pulled off his pants and then said, <laughs> let's find out.
2: You know what I mean? Like,
0: and I'm pretty sure he hated me. Mr. Fisher, poor guy.
2: Well, yeah.
0: And but, he sent us back to the classroom one time. With his keys for the classroom because it was during recess, and we took his car key off of his keys, and put them in a dictionary, under K.
2: Well, he should have been. No,
0: I got ISS for that as well.
2: He should have been able to find it. Should have been. That's on him. Yeah. Yeah. That's poor
0: guy. He probably fucking hates me. He's like this devil child. Yeah.
2: You know, but for his his immediate response to freak out and get you in trouble. When
0: well, he said, We're not talking about that, and then I went back to the back of the classroom <laughs> and started spelling it. Then he was like, Principal's office now, and I was like, right. All right, I'll know so you, you later.
2: <laughs> so you were kind of focused on it, I think. Is oh, yeah, more, it, well, yeah. of
0: course, with my friends like behind me, like, Say it, say it, say it. <laughs> you should say this, yeah. Wow, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Hmm. So then the rest <laughs> of my school, my academic years i didn't get in trouble at all
2: really yeah not at all not
0: at all not once i think i was bullied in middle school so that kind of kept me out from being a a bad kid because mm-hmm. i was so tiny i was skinny i didn't break 100 pounds till ninth grade
2: i'm, like, I'm over 100
0: pounds brian
2: i'm like now we're <laughs> you're like glaring at me like you're when, fucking 105 right when you've now. clearly let yourself go
0: right <laughs> obviously <laughs> yes clearly
2: so what? what is, like? Can I? What like? One hundred eight is my guess. One hundred ten. How five. much I weigh? Yes.
0: I'm more like one fifteen. <laughs> okay. But in middle school, I was I was not tall. I was very no, tiny. Yeah. Everybody else was like getting boobs and going through puberty, and I was like a board. So I was I think maybe like eighty five pounds. I was so tiny, like I looked, and I was dancing competitively for like three nights, three or four nights a week. Right. So my body was ripped, but I was, it's but not were, like yeah. I needed, yeah. I wasn't eating enough to
2: Yeah, to, to compensate for for
0: four days of working yeah, out. As much basically. activity. And, right. Yeah. And um, so anyways, once we went through health class and it, we were going over, you know, anorexia and bulimia, that was it.
2: I bet. Yeah.
0: Kids were such assholes. Yeah. So, and then I, th- I think somebody called, somebody said that I was a lesbian um
2: what does that have to do with being thin it doesn't but that was another bullying issue yeah
0: Yeah. um yeah because i got dared to kiss a girl yeah (laughs) so i was a lesbian um well
2: clearly that that's how it starts
0: yeah and then i don't eighth grade was cool ninth grade you know i was into high school so then I broke 100 pounds.
2: Yay. Hey. Sophomore
0: <laughs> year is when I finally started to get kind of tits. My ass. That's why everybody was like, oh my God. This isn't Sam. Where did that come from? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, it's implants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was 100 pounds in like third grade.
0: All right. Well, you were probably. probably one of the ones making fun of me. Thanks a lot.
2: No, that would not have been me. Yeah. Debatable. No, it wouldn't have been. No, I was I was never, that was not my, it was not, in particular, when you grow up with a stutter, the last thing, you have no ground whatsoever to bully anybody Right. when you can't put two words together. So right. I was in, I was in no position. And plus, I was never really that much bigger than everybody else Till like, like ninth grade was the first time I remember looking around and going, who are all these tiny people around me? <laughs>
0: why am I? Um...
2: <laughs> yeah, why am I? Why What's I... the
0: the Lilliputians? Isn't that
2: yeah? The... <laughs> You're welcome but there...
0: for that literature reference.
2: There's, was I like... would, yeah, I was at the, what yeah, was it called? Um, uh, Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's yeah.
0: I'm thinking Gulliver's Island. That's Gilligan's. <laughs> <Ends>. Totally different. <laughs> totally different.
2: But I, yeah, I was in no position to bully anybody. And anymore. the jackets come off. It goes. Get excited. Um... Coffee has warmed me up. But there was, yeah, there was, there was. I was in no position to bully anybody. So, and you, and plus, that's just not in my nature to do that. I yeah. Even.
0: Well, now it's in my nature to do it to other people. <laughs> yeah, that's so right. no, it no. is really, uh, really shitty. But now all those people who bullied me, I'm like, oh, you're on your third husband? No, that's cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. 18, 18
2: kids, and you've put on 150 pounds. Huh, right. Interesting.
0: Mm. Mm. Isn't that something? The amount of weight you've put on, I'm still less than. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible
2: person. Well, let me. I'll tell. um Ramon Revis is is up next. R- okay. R- yes, i got my jacket off. I'm ready. Rivas? Yeah, Revis. That's right. Rivas. Ramon Revis.
0: Yes.
2: For some reason, in the back of my head, I want to call him Ramon Rivera, which either makes me a horrible person. It makes you a horrible <laughs> doesn't okay. Maybe R- you just got Panthers on your mind. Ramon. That's it. Yes. Ramon Revis. Revis is here. Yep. So he's going to join us. I'll in give you. A, uh, well,
0: he'll give us a fun way to remember that.
2: Yes, and then um we can. I'll tell my story in the in. The The
0: story that you texted me about? Yeah, that's the one. That's the text that I remembered. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll be back.
2: Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks, starting, let's say, this weekend, May 5th. May 6th, Ron Funches. You know him from Powerless on NBC. You know him from Conan, from Undateable, from At Midnight, from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, Ron Funches, he's great. Also, the person you're about to hear from, who is Ramon Rivera. Also appearing this weekend at the County Zone, one show Friday night and uh, two shows on Saturday, May 5th. And six, also tonight, the uh, uh, Thomas Davis Defending Dreams Foundation fundraiser at the Comedy Zone, uh, the benefit show. You're not going to want to miss that as well. You can get tickets uh, at the Comedy Zone box office. If you're listening to the show on Friday, you can get tickets for that show um, at the Comedy Zone box office. Call 980-321-4702, cltcomedyzone.com is the website for all the dates and details at Comedy Zone CLT on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, on Facebook at Comedy Zone CLT as well. Other shows coming up in the near future at the Comedy Zone Sunday, May seventh, Funny on the Fly. Local comics get thirty minutes to prepare a brand new set for you. That's at seven p.m. on Sunday night, um, May seventh, and it will be MC'd and hosted by our very own Sammy Joe Francis. Uh, D. Ray Davis, May eleventh through the fourteenth. Piff the Magic Dragon, May eighteenth through the twenty-first. Other shows coming up: Carlos Mencia. We'll be here May 25th through the 27th. Dave Williamson, One Night Only, May 24th. Uh, Piff the Magic Dragon also actually uh, May 18th through the 21st. So a Sunday show uh, that night as well. So some great shows coming up. I just told you how to contact the box office, how to follow what's happening at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, at cltcomedyzone.com. You can buy tickets there as well. Keep supporting local comedy, and we'll see you at the Comedy Zone.
0: Well, Will would really appreciate this. (laughs) And not just because it's rap, but because it's a song that he would like. I think. I think Will likes Kindred. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, we're here with Ramon Rivas. Yay. Rivas, like Beavis, but with an R. Yes, that is correct. And I was saying, before we got on the microphones to record, that that's almost going to be phased out with this generation, because I don't think... Many kids, what born in what do you think? 2000?
2: Yeah, no it, it was a long time ago, right? Yeah, no, 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 I'm saying gonna...
0: the kids who wouldn't know about it, yeah because I feel like previous to 2000 they may still. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like
1: older there, brothers or sisters. I feel like there is a weird um, I, I don't know whether to call it retro or nostalgia, but there is like kids tend to watch something kind of a generation before them. so yeah, like yeah, my yeah. nephews and, and, and niece do tend to watch. First, they tend to watch like videos of people playing video games they're never gonna play, which is weird. But <laughs> I have
0: no idea why that's a thing. It's
1: super crazy. But then I'm gonna start doing it naked, also, and then like, they'll all watch me. My niece watches a lot of anime, so she's. well, I yeah. walked in one day and she was watching that old MTV show, the the head, where the dude had the big giant head, and there was an alien in it. And she just I don't watching. even remember. That, it. it was all around the same time as Views and Butthead, so oh, like okay. it's you know. They, I was they, on the st- Beavis and yeah return. They Yeah, stum- they stumble around that time era but they yeah. don't, you know, yeah. research it well.
0: I just wonder if you know, with that nostalgia or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, comes the producers going, Oh, we we should revamp this. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll other... Ever...
1: I mean that's why I mean, they're remaking everything.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying do you think they'll remake and, but, and then you're good for the rest of your life. Yeah. You'd be like, Reebus. a point
1: of reference for people. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's all you need it for. So mm-hmm. just contact the producers. I will. I'm sure they'll I'll do you a know. solid. <laughs> yeah. So you got into Charlotte when?
1: Uh, I got into Charlotte yesterday. I flew in. Oh, great from weather Los overnight. Angeles. Yeah. It was just raining, you know. Monsooning. Yeah. Was it monsooning?
0: At some parts in the night. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, I was up till four. So wow. I guess. Because I'm nocturnal.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: No, I'm just, I have a bartender schedule. Got you. I feel it. Yeah. And I was doing meth. But other than that, I mean, normally I stay up pretty late. Right, Brian?
2: Yes, you do. That's true.
0: I normally Snapchat his wife around 3 a.m. Oh, nice. The face filter of a cat or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's good times. And um, is this your first time in Charlotte?
1: This is my first time in Charlotte.
0: Are you going to do anything? In uh,
1: I think we're going to Ron. Ron Funches is throwing out the first pitch of some baseball game. Oh, at so the Knights. We, yeah, so we're gonna go to that tonight. I think we're gonna try to get barbecue tomorrow, and then they're gonna take us to some a, They're gonna take us to some amusement park. Carowinds. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, that'll be fun. Yeah, you'll so be tired.
1: I'm. Yeah, but that'll I'm be sure. fun. Sure. Um, and then I'm just trying to eat like good food to like there's some chicken place people said was really good Price is Chicken Price good. is Chicken then mm-hmm. Midwood barbecue so like yeah. I like to eat I like I consider myself like broke Anthony Bourdain <laughs> so, like, I, I like to go have like affordable like sustainable experiences uh, yeah. so
2: like I've heard good things about the food here so I'm excited
0: yeah well in yeah. the south there's no shortage of that yeah so you're in you're in good company
2: good I think yeah Any I places? know Mike likes to fried chicken at that at that gas station over prices though which which, so which sounds made, weird uh, yeah. no 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 I, <laughs> okay hood certified gas stations usually have good food
0: right yeah and that one is good but i i think i would still go to prices yeah
2: prices is awfully good yeah like i feel like their
0: their safety checkout is probably a little bit higher yeah than the gas station just a little bit
2: just just a scope
0: yeah yeah but the gas
1: station probably got that bulletproof glass that keeps the chicken safe right which it definitely does prices doesn't have that
0: I mean, it has a couple of like dents in the glass from where Mm. people tried, but but the chicken wasn't having it. Got you. Yeah, so it's all good. (laughs) So you're performing for, are you doing the Thomas Davis charity event? Uh,
1: I'm not sure.
2: I'm I'm down to do whatever. I I I think you
0: are if you're with, right?
2: Yeah, I'm not, do you have two shows, Friday night or one show? I think they just said one, but I'll do two. Okay, so yeah, I think the Thomas Davis thing is separate from- from Ron and Remote. What time is that at? That's, I th- I want to say 6.30 tonight. What? And then I think there's just a late show Friday night. Oh, you're doing a late show. What yeah. time think, do you go on tonight? I think... Tonight the, being Friday. I, do, I don't know. I think 9.30.
0: <laughs> you're going to show up. It's going to be empty. Like, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. I guess I missed it. No, one. I <laughs>
1: mean, whenever they'll get us here, we're going to the game and they're going to bring us here. Yeah. So like, I oh imagine. yeah, the
0: game is at 7, so that uh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah I just,
1: mean, I usually, yeah. like, when I go to a city, I try to do as many shows as possible. Like, if I'm at a club and I can, like, squeeze into, like, some... Little indie shows, or like if there's an open mic going on, like I usually try to do that.
0: We have a couple, um, like open orgies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can bring your friend that's coming. Nice.
1: All right. I won't be there. Oh, damn. All right. Maybe I won't go. Be there in spirit. Okay. Good. (laughs) I'll be there. Does that change your. (laughs) I won't go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Brian. You're just not a style. Yeah, you're not a deal closer, man. He's the fluffer. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's cool to like, like I was in Denver just randomly like a couple weeks ago, and I only had like two gigs scheduled. And the scene is so rich. Like I was there a Tuesday through Sunday, and I did t- oh, wow. th- I did ten shows while I was there, just ra- real last minute. And i cool. like a lot of them. Oh, like, so
0: you only booked for two when you went there? I was only and booked you- for two, when wow, I went that's there, awesome. and then
1: just like th- I was booked like the first day I was there and the last day I was there, and then like people kept seeing me, and they're like, "Oh, you should come by my show." Blah 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 blah. Okay. So I did like a noon show at a record shop. I you did a couple per- Denver. I, I got and then I and I didn't even do as many shows as there were available. Wow. I just did what I could get on. That's awesome. So yeah. it's cool when the city, you know I don't know, Denver's a rich comedy scene, Atlanta's a rich comedy scene. Uh Chicago is like that where you can just kinda stumble into things. And I feel like Charlotte seems to have a performance side of that. But yeah, I don't know. Very, if they have I think a it's an scene.
0: artistic city for sure. Um but if if you are just wandering around and stumbling around and you want to kind of see artsier areas of town, mm-hmm. you'll want to go to Plaza Midwood. Okay. Um which is where you'll be tomorrow for barbecue. Okay. Tomorrow's barbecue, right? Yeah. yeah okay. I think so. Um or the Noda area cuz there's a couple of different venues that sometimes have open mic. Okay. So yeah. if you were into doing that, right, I don't know. Cool. Um we're definitely not going to be as vibrant. I didn't say that, okay? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, as as um have as many opportunities mm-hmm. as like at Atlanta, Chicago, yeah. New York type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Denver was rich in the color. Yeah. And,
1: it. and it's it's interesting because like uh, I'm from Cleveland originally, and like you you kind of don't the same thing. You don't think of Cleveland as a vibrant comedy city, but uh, I feel like there was this impetus like five six years ago of people just kind of doing it themselves and like DIYing and like coming with a real punk music mentality yeah and so there is this v- vibrant independent scene there and like in cleveland there's you know there's an improv and there's a hilarities which are like our major mm-hmm. like top level clubs right and then there was you know random open mi- there was one open mic when i started and there was like a irregular like bar shows uh and then i started running a bunch of like mics and showcases and this and that and then like other people start doing it so So now there's a need for it yeah and now there is a scene with like a kind of a natural progression from like a ball to double a to sing triple a to the majors of the clubs and like that baseball reference yeah and it helps to you know like i was able to i call cleveland was a great place to fail anonymously oh yeah because there was such a diverse type of room that i could Take one t- chunk of material and press it through the whole system, and like develop it in the indie open mics, and then polish it at hilarities, and then the improv winds up being like a more of an urban club. So you really got press the air out of mm-hmm. it. So by the end of a run of doing all those, my material is like ready for whatever. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hugely advantageous, you know, because the a lot of times like the I remember back i want to say like 10 years ago you had to just go on the road you had to just go do middle and Travel. wherever and, and get up wherever you can and, and so it's not nice now that there are people who are doing the these uh, little independent things in their cities and it's kind of helping it making it easier so when people like me go to denver i can hop on shows when yeah. they come to you know it's just yeah, kind of cool yeah it's great to see it growing
0: so i on that same token people are using social media mm-hmm. kind of to develop their comedy and things like that. Do you do any of that?
1: Uh yeah, I mean I have all my social media is Blazer Ramon. Uh and I use like B L A Z E R R A M O N cuz I wear a lot of sport coats. <laughs> uh, and uh I I uh I don't know like I have on my Instagram I just post like pictures of shit I eat or like where I'm at. Uh, we're and,
0: we're going full circle here pictures yeah, of what you eat yeah, So charlotte uh, will be listed there short, shortly yeah, very shortly yeah
1: uh and then like my twitter i wind up using uh almost as like a notepad because i don't necessarily like have a a, a written physical I don't, yeah i don't i don't write i like have to live and then go on stage and just talk right uh and then we'll fail into finding something funny and then just like get into it quicker over time um but wait, wait,
0: I have to uncross my legs if you're yeah. taking a picture otherwise it looks awkward. Yeah, straight now. Sorry. Out. Sorry. All right, I'm straight now. We're yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so I don't necessarily like I don't do a lot of like weird videos. I don't do a right. lot of but there is a humor to my post generally, right. and there is a humor to my. You're just Instagram. naturally funny. Yeah, it's not I, like you're. Yeah, I'm not making
0: li- a video with the intent of this is going to go viral. Yeah, and it's
1: gonna be- but there are. Uh, I I see the people who set out to just. There are people who've done that, and then now they're coming into comedy clubs and like selling tickets, but they can't really do an hour. Like comedy's such a different animal than yeah. any other. Yeah. Thing. So it's interesting to kind of see people transition transition to that um, because it is it's one of those things like you're going to have to learn how to do it so that the people will pay to see you. Don't you think
0: that's a, a harder way to do it?
1: It's a harder it's a harder way to do it in the sense of. Uh, you're gonna feel shitty on stage, right? But it's an easier way to do it in the sense of uh, you're making Getting money tickets. immediately yeah. versus yeah. where, like, you know, I I just passed my nine years of doing comedy, and did
0: you get uh, did you get a chip?
1: Uh, I did not get a chip because <laughs> uh, I la- I relapsed a little bit. Right. Uh but the uh, the most of the I I treat comedy like a full time non paying job. Yeah, from about a year in. And it mostly still kind of is, but um, that's not what I – I don't do it for money. I, I just lo- – like, I don't know what else I would do. It. And so the people who do it the opposite way, who get this – people who will pay to see them and then go to the clubs, they're cutting out all the – It's the more lucrative way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but they're cutting out all the work. Right. I gotcha. So you can have the, the ac- accolades and all that stuff, yeah. but people may not – People aren't going to pay to see you again if they paid to see you because you were funding these videos. You see you in person. And you're like, eh, all right. They're done with you. Right. Uh, versus like me. The repeat. like repeat. Yeah, the repeat. Like I'm trying to, you know, like I'm trying to tour more and headline more. And like, you know, it was a bunch of nothing career wise just li- living in Cleveland. And I would save money and go to New York for a month, run out of money, go back home, save up money, go to L.A. for a month, run out of money, go back home. Like I just kept doing that.
0: Yeah, would you ever move to either of those places permanently? Uh,
1: I moved to L.A. in oh, September. Oh, you are in LA. Yeah, okay. I moved to L.A. in September. But permanently? Per, uh, until I run out of money, okay. or until I make enough money to not have to be there anymore. Uh, I really, okay. just, I really just want to go back to Cleveland and be happy. Uh, and what was I saying?
0: Sorry, I interrupted the thought. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You were saying you would um doing this where people have
1: oh the money. So so like I I can't. I can't sell tickets. Right. I can't sell tickets. I don't have an agent who calls clubs on my behalf. I still try to get. Right. So I, I did a half hour Comedy Central special last year, which that's. That's big. That's big. Yeah. But it's not like it doesn't change anything. I'm still a dude who doesn't have an agent who's trying to get this club to work. Me. Do
0: you want an agent?
1: I wouldn't mind. I'll mi- be your agent. I wouldn't mind <laughs> one. You know, we can we can talk. I'll hustle for uh, it. Cool. Um. Because what happens with a lot of those is the clubs want like a bigger act. The agency has, and the agency makes you take this younger. Oh, I got you. So it's like a package deal. It's a package deal, and I don't have anyone to do that. So I just kind of like a couple clubs here and there will give me an opportunity, yeah. but I still have to build the base organically. I don't have like a big thing because it's it, they're just not what they used to be. Yeah. But uh, if the half hour, I looked at it as like a, a, a if. That is a movie trailer, and I am the movie. I did not want. I hate when you go see a, a movie trailer, and all the funniest parts were in yeah. the trailer, and yeah. you see the movie, and you're like, eh. yeah. So I, I did that. So I try to make it so you watch my ha- anything you watch me do on TV, or I've done some stuff for Vice Land. I was on Midnight a couple of times. I try to just make it where like I want to hear more of what he has to say, and then you see me live and you're like, oh, that was just dope. a taste. Just a taste. I want to hear it. So like. Versus the people who make this funny video and they come see you, you have satisfied those people. All they wanted to do was see you, and now they're done. And now you're not Check saying it off anything. The list. A boom. Yeah. So there is a, you know, the short money is great, but the this is a long. Like I'm gonna be doing comedy till I die. Yeah. So like I'm in no rush. Yeah. To like get to that yeah.
2: point. Yeah. It's this a kind of, this um, big picture approach that you seem to have. Did you? Did you pick that up from someone that you were exposed to, or is that just kind of how you how exposed you've always to, looked Exposed at... to, as then
0: you came into contact and with. They were like, right, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I I don't know. Like I'm, I, I try to be like a sponge and soak up game from all the yeah. sources I can. But like one of the most impactful things, uh, piece of advice I ever got was like less than a year in. It was from a dude who just doesn't do comedy. Like it was, it was just like some dad, and like we were doing like a show at a winery, and he was kind of like corny and cheesy and wasn't funny. And dad I, humor. Dad humor. And we were chilling. We were just sitting there bullshitting afterwards. And he was like, Yeah, he's like, he like, he like, he like, I'm not a comic. He's like, I'll never be a good comic. He's like, Because I don't do it. And I was like, Huh? And he was like, he's like, It's like fucking. He's like, You can't watch porn and learn how to fuck. You have to fuck to learn how to fuck. <laughs> he's like, So comedy is the same way. Like you can't, this you can watch dad. it. This I'm was a jazz. Yeah. He's like, You can't, you can watch all the comedy you yeah. want. You can write yeah. all day. But if you don't go perform, right, you're not going to figure it out. Right. And so that, paired with like a friend of mine was a musician and then she passed away in a drunk driving accident that was around the same time so I was like I'm gonna treat this like a full-time non-paying job regardless of what happens just because I don't want to you know I don't want to be this dad who like just dabbles in it right my I wish my friend would have been able to keep doing it the way she was I, doing it. So boom.
0: I really wonder if the dad even knows that that was the impact he had yeah. with that statement.
1: And, and that's the thing; like, you never know where wisdom comes from. You just Absolutely. have to be, you know, because a lot of people will be like, "I'm not gonna." He doesn't even do comedy. I'm gonna listen. but like, mm.
0: right? Yeah. I don't know why you turned into a female just now. And just yeah. Like, <laughs> well, he know. didn't do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a Cleveland sports fan?
1: Uh, I am. I'm just a Cleveland fan in general. Okay. Yeah. I like everything about Cleveland except our police department and uh, the gentle racism of certain places. Gentle. Like, wow, gentle. that's an oxymoron. Yeah.
0: Um, So are you watching the playoffs right now?
1: Uh, I am watching the playoffs. Are you watching
0: LeBron's hairline?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've been watching it for years. Okay. Uh, it's interesting because Le- LeBron's like the same age as me. So like when I was a freshman. But he, you don't look 80. I don't look 80. He doesn't look 80 either. No, He's he doesn't. Fucking, his hairline just kills his, me. His hairline's bananas. But it's grown back. A little bit, here and there. No, okay. I don't know if it's a sharpie uh, or if it's graphite. Yeah, I don't fat. know what it is, okay. but his, his, it's it's got it's some vibrancy. Go. Yeah, I feel like his last few years in the league, he'll go bald. I feel oh, like yeah. he'll shave his head bald. And-
0: yeah, I think he'll be like, you know what, I'm I'm just gonna give it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just been, you know, it's been an interesting. You know, I've always been proud to be from Cleveland.
0: Well, I see you rocking the colors. Of rocking the, the colors.
1: This this hat is actually uh, this is the logo for the shows I run in Cleveland, which are accidental oh. comedy. Uh, so this is the logo for That's it. It's like the wind up teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally uh, get. It. And uh, I do a, like I do a comedy festival back in Cleveland called Accidental Comedy Fest, mm-hmm. uh, but just you know a bunch of gibberish. So
0: cool. you started all of that, like you knew mm-hmm. that there was a need for it. Started that. Do you have now comics who who thank you for that? Who didn't have the um, com- kind of organization to get it going? S-
1: somewhat, like I formed the show. I used to the shows. The, I inherited an open mic called Chuckle Fuck. I used the name Chuckle Fuck <laughs> for all the shows That's I amazing. presented, <laughs> and it was good and bad. It was bad because you couldn't say it on the radio, you couldn't run it in print, you couldn't say it in the mainstream public. Yeah, but it was good because anyone who would get offended by that Wouldn't shouldn't, go. shouldn't be at a comedy right. show. So it was like a like a you know a difficult thing, but eventually I changed the name to Accidental Comedy from Chucklefuck, and I changed it from just a name I used to Accidental Comedy is a group of comics dedicated to enriching the arts in Cleveland through live comedy and other performances. Is how I phrased it because I would like uh, people with money to give me money one day to for, <laughs> right. for it, the right. endeavors of what it does. So uh, instead of it just being me, there. Uh, like, six young comics who I felt were, I don't know whether they'd be up for it because producing and performing are such completely different yeah. skill sets. And not only skill sets, but also um, areas that, like, just because you're good at one doesn't mean you're good at the other. Sure. So, but I was like, these six comics, comedy is what they want. They're not going to stop doing comedy, so maybe this will fit for them. Uh, Some left and then some others have joined, Um, but it's just you know the the group's able to use the name accidental comedy, which have kind of built up to like people uh, know it. People know it. Like last year, uh, our like weekly news like alt newspaper called Cleveland Scene. They do best of Cleveland every year, and last year accidental comedy won best comedy venue. Oh, that's awesome! But we don't have a venue. (laughs) We don't like we just pop up in different spots. So they had to add parentheses series. Yeah. Oh. And we didn't campaign for it, so it was literally just like people voting. That was for organic. Us. That yeah. was organic, and so the members of the group were able to use the name to negotiate with venues to get a that's killer deal going to where so they could run a show.
0: Do you perform with them as well? Or are you?
1: Yeah, whenever I'm like when I was in Cleveland, I ran shows just so I could perform more. Okay, so that was the whole impetus of like I wasn't trying to fill a need or do anything. I was like I need to perform more. I'm not funny enough to work at the clubs. This bar will let me do shows here. I'll just do shows here. How?
0: Because I agree with you that it's completely different mm-hmm. uh, performing versus producing. What's the biggest difference to you?
1: Um,
0: if someone else was trying to do what you pr- did for their city.
1: Producing, you have to, the most important thing is the show experience. And that's not limited to the performer. That's mm-hmm. not limited to the venue. And that's not limited to the audience. It is a combination of all of those. And you have to do a lot of little things. Like, I get to shows an hour before the door opens so I can move all the seats around that little extra bit just so, because if it's packed, you're going to need that extra inch. Right. So you set the room up right, you get music going so the vibe's good. Now when people come in, Oh, it's, it's a cool good. space. It's got music. Because a lot of times you go into a venue and, like, the lights are really bright and, like, the music's kind of just, like, the... <laughs> and it's just not fun. So, right. like, and I definitely tried to set the vibe up at my shows at least that, like, when people come, I want you to chat and get to know other people. Because right. when you come to a comedy club, typically you're who you came with and I ain't talking to nobody else. Right. And when the show's over, get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. Where... I tried to set the it's vibe It's actually up. our slogan. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Get,
0: the Get the fuck, fuck out. out.
1: Uh, where I tried to just set the vibe of I want, I want this to be something that my shows at least, I want the show to be something that people are like, yo, I didn't know what this was. This was really cool. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna bring people. Right. Right. And so do they
0: hang out afterwards?
1: About usually about like 40% will like That's hang good. out afterwards, have another drink. That's a good stat. <laughs> That's a really good stat. Yeah. And it's been cool to, you know, I did things so long in Cleveland that I would see people go from like audience member to performer. I oh, saw wow. people go from like fuck buddies to married. I saw people like <laughs> it was just such a cool thing to see like and now they're divorced. And now now they're great. divorced. It's great. So, so because <laughs> because I produce such a good show, now there is a community that I am aware of. Yeah. yeah. This this comedy scene, like the audience, is as important to me as the performer. So if I did the job of setting the room up right, and the people came out, they're having a good time. They're like, "This is gonna be fun." Well, yeah. now the environment is set for. Comics should just be able to go up and just smash. Right. Because you got a room full of people. Right. The vibe's right. You've the, eased them in you've versus eased just one. Boom. Hey, yeah. This is when we're starting. So now the comics can go up and have, boom, perform and have a right. set, whatever. So now they want to do the show. They want to do any show that you produce because your vibe is mm-hmm. where it's at. Right. And versus the people who are performers who just are good at performing, a lot of times they'll get a show and then they'll show up when the door's supposed to open right and just trust the venue to have set things up which is fine like a lot of venues will set things up fine right but it's not going to be the care that you would put into it right because
0: there's not the same level there's
1: not the same level because uh and so you know and then they're like oh no people came out or like because they thought the venue was going to bring people the venue thought they were going to bring people and i just you know you got it's a lot of politicking when you produce stuff so you got to like Shake hands, kiss babies, like just and get not to call it chuckle fun. Yeah, and I not get call it. it chuckle fuck. <laughs> and like you know, so just be, just engage the community because you want to be, you want your show to be like, I want my show to be the thing on whatever right. night of the week it does. Right. Right. So that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. All you have to do is make it fun and pe- and fun and long running, and people will just find it.
0: I think it's really smart to keep the crowd afterwards, just mm-hmm. because if you're setting up at bars or whatever. They're not gonna go. Okay, we'll have business for two hours. Great, thanks for coming in. Mm-hmm. Now you've created three hours and mm-hmm. potentially longer. Yeah, and a a re- reoccurring thing. Yeah. So and I bartend. That's why I'm like that would be awesome. Yeah. Because when we have acts, whether it's musical or whatever, and they come in and we only have a crowd, as soon as the music stops, people leave. Mm-hmm. I'm like that sucks. Yeah. But you know, if you're building the atmosphere, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or it a takes a,
1: and it takes a while. It takes a lot of failure. Like when I sure. first started running shows. I think I started shows at like eight different venues, and all of them failed. Wow! Uh, and then I had f- I found this little venue uh, uh, called Redstones, the second floor of a bar. So it had like a cool—you had to go upstairs. So you, you know, a lot of times when the comedy's in the same room as the main bar, there's people who are just trying to drink and chat and, and watch TV. Yeah. So like you can't. So having it in a separate room was super important. Yeah, and that venue, they weren't. S- they were supportive of me, but they were not, like, pushing me forward. Mm-hmm. They just didn't stop me from doing anything. Right. Which there's a difference between yeah. supporting and, like, just hands off. Right. But I was able to build. This was in 2010 I started running shows in that room. And within the first year of doing the show, I had, like, I moved my open You're mic. been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I moved my open mic there so, like, People were coming to see amateur comedy on Mondays, a free show. It would be pretty packed. And then I started just reaching out to people I was fans of who I'd met in my trips to Chicago, trips to New York. So I, in the span of one year, I brought to this little, you could squeeze 100 people in there, but it was normally But like it'd 50. be like sardines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Hanwell Burris. Wow. I had Neil Brennan. Hmm. I had Nikki Glazer. Wow. I had Todd Berry. I had Amy Schumer. Jeez. I had Trevor Noah. Uh, and then I had a bunch of just my friends who yeah. like like were just traveling. So like Kenny. That floor, in itself is a huge line. Yeah. And then like so, and then a lot of people who at the time were nothing, but like now, like my friend Megan Gailey, who's been right. with Conan and done a bunch yeah. of shit. Lisa Traeger, who's done a bunch of shit. Right. So like,
0: it's before they were like.
1: Yeah, and it was just like me doing having this thing to if you're on your travels, that's you, got, awesome. you got a spot. You got a little bit of cash. I'll get you some food. Boom. And uh, it just kind of. Evolved. Evolved from there, and it's been cool to see, like, you know, it's been cool to see people who took the time to stop in Cleveland just, like, crush. Like, tre- like Trevor Noah, when he came to Cleveland, his his episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, he was talking about how when he first moved to America, his schedule was he would sleep till 2 in the afternoon, he'd wake up, he'd do some work, he'd go headline a set at 7, uh, he'd do another spot, then he'd go have breakfast, then he would go do spots, then he would go have dinner, then he would hang out, then he would go to sleep, then he'd wake up do it all over, and then Thursday he would fly to the UK, do hour long like headline sets there till yeah. Sunday, and then fly back and do it all over. Wow! In that span, he came to Cleveland, and he I helped line him up a college that like paid him proper money, and then he just came and did that little bargain with me, and uh literally like. Maybe just over a dozen people came, right? Wow! Mm -hmm. And he put on such an amazing like he just kind of freestyled his set, and it was just super funny. And then we had just a really awesome talk, like half hour, hour talk afterwards. We were just talking about like how the 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 you comedy overseas is very much like people just come for the experience of it. Where here in America, people come for the name, right? Because that's how they're trained. Like if you look at comedy clubs, like they advertise a big name. Every they advertise a thing that changes every week instead of the thing that doesn't change, right? And so it's a really good point, yeah. And so it was interesting just talking to him and just getting to just getting that opportunity to just like have a chill conversation with the dude. And then I think within that year, he was he got he was a correspondent on Daily Show yeah. and, and then, then he, took he took it over. Yeah. So it's been really cool to and then I randomly uh a year ago I went to New York and me and my buddy went to a taping and we're in the front and uh of the daily show Show, and uh Trevor was doing something and he asked something to the crowd and I said something and he was looking at me he was like are you from Cleveland I was like yeah he was like Ramon I was like yeah and so he remembered me and so it's just like just this weird little blip and I've had the same thing like when Amy Schumer came out it just was like real it was like right after that roast so she had like death threats and shit so she didn't hang but I, uh, I, when I was in LA and she was bopping around like running her jokes for yeah, the yeah. MTV Movie Awards, she was backstage of the show and we we're talking. And I was like, "Oh, I, years ago I did." She was like, "Oh no, I remember." She asked about the other comics, and, and so I'm like, "Oh, it's oh she cool. actually does Yeah, remember. she like remembered. Yeah. So it's cool to like when you you know. And I don't know that they remember every show they've ever done. I don't know, you know. Sure. But like. But it must have stood out in their mind. Yeah, which makes me feel proud awesome. of the energy yeah. I put into doing it in Cleveland. So
0: Yeah. Do you think you'll ever give that up?
1: No. I, I mean that's what I miss most, uh, you know, in LA. Like I, I get to do shows, a performer at the improv I do less shows in, in LA. I do like maybe three, four shows a week if I'm lucky. Where in Cleveland I was doing like five, six, seven. Yeah. Uh, and um it feels it just feels hollow in LA. Like there's no
0: substance there's
1: not not that there's no substance but like th- there are very few places that have that feeling of community mm, mm-hmm. and um i i realized i, realize I missed that you know? yeah um
0: so when you were starting out and you said there wasn't really a venue for like what accidental comedy is doing now um and it would force you to kind of filter your comedy down to where it was like okay this is good for any venue. Mm. Um, what level do you think accidental comedy's at?
1: I feel like accidental is that um it's triple A most of the time. <laughs> okay. It can be any of the leagues. Okay. Some some of the shows we run are just open mics to where like anyone can email, anyone can email and get on the show and you get a date and you know you're gonna come perform. Like yeah. there's there's a beauty to that because in LA there's so much you email people who run shows, they don't email you back, blah blah blah. blah. Right. Um, and then at times, you know, when uh, I think it was last year, I did a last minute pop up show with Hannibal Burris, and like 350 people came on like 12 hours' notice. So I would say that's like a major, that's, that's a major, huge, league, yeah. you know. Um, so it can be, it can be anything, but it is, I I phrase it as it is, a, it is there to help bridge the gap from amateur to professional. Okay. Because there is, it does seem you know back when I started hilarities in the improv just seemed like, oh, I can't perform there that and so the, you that ne- was the goal yeah, and so, well, not even the goal, but like it just didn't seem it didn't seem like a thing you could even do okay and then I, fought, I took a comedy class, it gave me a first performance, it told me other places to do, and then the third place I went was Fog, which is the only it was the only comedy open mic and it was every Monday so I was just there every Monday.
0: So Chucklefuck Fuck was the gateway.
1: Chucklefuck Fuck was the gateway. <laughs> and so and then through that I met people who were like hobbyists of comedy or like actually like I'm a comedian but like I'm trying to figure it out. Right. And fortunately there's enough very talented people in Cleveland like Ryan Dalton had, at the time had just got on Comedy Central from living in Cleveland. Uh the next few years uh comic from Cleveland got invited to just for laughs and like Two's got invited mike polk ryan dalton uh brendan air so it was just like it was the right time to be in the city because it was just there was the old guard i got in at a weird time because there was the old guard and then i came along and then like people came after me but i was just just this weird like in, Transition. Be- in between yeah, yeah in between them but it's been cool to kind of see the scene grow and prosper you know and and have have had a, enough of a little bit of an impact in that as far as like me running these shows so I can perform more, help other people, Everybody. you know? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. yeah. Um,
0: is there, um, for those postings, and then I've got to wrap it up so I can't keep you here mm-hmm. all day, um, for Accidental Comedy, is there a social media that people can follow yeah. if they're going to Cleveland? If
1: they go to accidentalcomedy.com, it has all the shows listed, all the comics, it has like a history of like the festival we do. Uh, this year, the comedy festival is going to be August 30th through September 3rd, which so is Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then booked, you know, I've been, this is the sixth year of the festival. Yeah. And it started because I ran a comedy stage at a different festival, like that was under a bridge. <laughs> and then the second year of doing that, I had other gigs leading up, like I had Kyle Canaan book somewhere, no hamburger book somewhere. So I just like tied other gigs together and made it a festival like this is an accidental comedy festival ah. that's what informed the name of the shows which was blah, blah, blah. right um so now it's just doing it with intention so it's kind of grown and shrunk the first few years was like one night at a bunch of different venues and then it was hard for people to remember what was where when right and then the past few years was at this uh hipster bowling alley called mahal's which has three per- three stages for performance so like we set up the attic as like a cool little intimate lounge and then the, We're base, the hipsters yeah <laughs> and then the basement is like a i called it the waiting room so it was just like a comics we could just go down and do it was like a mic so yeah. you can go down and just five minutes rotate through go down whenever you want and then the main stage and then this year uh it's cool to have gotten it to the point where hilarities which is like the, one of the premier comic clubs in the country is partnering with us to produce the event wow. this year so it's awesome. gonna be downtown in the heart of cleveland and the crown jewel of our downtown strip uh which is hilarities you know uh, uh ron's coming uh i got doug benson's gonna come do a doug loves movies And uh, i got a couple other people yeah. Gonna announce, yeah so it's like it's cool to be able to i've always tried to bring things i've f- come across in other parts of the country back to cleveland so yeah. it's cool to like hey, there's something dope happening in Cleveland. I'm bringing all these dope people that are doing shit around the country to Cleveland for a weekend. Yeah, that's killing. Let's let's get it going. Let's, yeah. have, let's have a key orgy together.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we've come full circle. There you go. Paranch. See how that works. And you can follow Ramon at Blazer Ramon. That is correct. Because he wears a lot of blazers. hmm lost sport yeah. coats
1: while I'm high. And come see
0: him. <laughs> come see him this weekend at the Comedy Zone. One show, the late show tonight, One Friday. Show tonight,
1: two shows tomorrow. Um and then hopefully maybe I'll come back and headline in the future. Yes, you come see me then.
0: And in the meantime, keep up with them on social media. Yeah, All you right, can well- watch
1: my half hour on Hulu sometimes. What's it called? Uh, it's Comedy Central does. They used to be Comedy Central Presents, and then they were called The Half Hour for a while. This year, they're called Comedy Central Stand Up Presents something uh it's just getting longer yeah and longer. so if you go to hulu you go to comedy central's page you go to the half hour i have an episode from 2006 Ramon, or
0: 2016. boom all right we'll be back
2: okay guys bark box now we've been talking about bark box with you for like a month we know that you're you're clicking on the link you're going to the site you're checking it out because we get those statistics and numbers and stuff like that, but you're not pulling the trigger. Uh, and 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 we get it. You know, it takes a little bit of time to decide. But look, you love your dog. Do it for your dog. Do it for us, but do it mostly for your dog. You you make your dog happy. You make yourselves happy as well. Here's how BarkBox wor- works. And this special deal, honestly, um, that uh, we've worked out with BarkBox is pretty awesome. It's basically... Uh, an extra free month. You already get one month when you sign up for the six or 12 month package at BarkBox. I'll explain what it is in a minute. Uh, when you sign up for the six or 12 month package, you you already get one month for a dollar. We're offering you a second month for free. So an extra free month of BarkBox at uh, getbarkbox.com slash zone. Now here's, here's what you get with BarkBox. You love your dog. Every month, BarkBox Paw picks the best all-natural treats and innovative toys to match your dog's unique needs based on the size of your dog. You put some information in, they know how big your dog is, and they're able to curate these boxes specifically for your dog. All the edibles are made in the USA or Canada and 100% tested on animals in a good way. Uh, It's a a great way. BarkBox is a great way to try a, a variety of treats and toys from local and small businesses that you might not otherwise be able to find. Each monthly box has a theme. Last month was Pooh, York City. Uh, this month's box, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be pretty cool. Th- there's new and unique toys that your dogs will absolutely love. And if your dog do- doesn't like something in the box, Sammy Joe's talked about this before, uh, we'll send you something they'll love for free. Bark Box is all about the dog happiness. Also, free shipping on any Bark Box within the continental United States. And when the dog falls in love with something from the box, you can easily find it again at BarkShop.com or the app by texting BarkBox. So here's how this works. Uh, You go to getbarkbox.com slash comedyzone. That's getbarkbox.com slash comedyzone to get your extra month of BarkBox for free. You love your dog. You're listening to this podcast, so clearly you have an affinity for us as well. Why not help us both out? Make your dog happy. Make us happy. It's the best way. To help this podcast continue to do what it does, and to help your dog continue to do what it does, and that's making you happy while you make your dog happy. It look, everybody wins. There's no reason to not do this. Get BarkBox.com/comedyzone.
0: It was so promising for segment two. This is a
2: great song, and it, it just is. Okay. Jury's
0: still out. And by jury, I mean Will.
2: <laughs> you don't know who this is. You, you, you have, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's the old Wilson Pickett song, Midnight Hour. Okay. This is Brian Ferry and Roxy Music's version of Midnight Hour. Oh.
0: Well, that makes it so much better.
2: Said I'm playing Prince next time.
0: <laughs> no, I take it back. You can play whatever you want. No, Just clearly I Prince. cannot. Well, I mean, clearly you're not, not going to... Anything you play, you're going to get feedback about. I can't just let you, you know, live.
2: Let me live, please. (laughs) No, because of that
0: song, your fucking time is up. I'm sorry, Tara. I love you. Brian will be showing up at home without a set. In a bag. Right. But I'll make it blue to match your shirt. Did you forget you were wearing a blue (laughs) shirt?
2: Well, yeah, I kind of look at it as teal. No, that's I,
0: definitely blue. I wear it
2: around town, and people are like Panthers. Yeah, and I'm like, Well, no, not really.
0: Uh, I think bit, it's more of like a yeah. Giants blue.
2: Yeah, maybe it's just this light. I don't.
0: Know. It's definitely not teal. Teal is like Hornets. Right. That is not teal. Nope. Oh my God, we're gonna have to post a picture. <laughs> it's like the um golden white dress versus the blue and black. Right. Remember? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're gonna maybe I'll be one of those. What did you think it was? Uh, it was always white and gold to me. Oh. Yeah.
0: I can't remember what it was to me. I don't remember either. Yeah. yeah. Well, clearly you do. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so you texted me so, so I can scold you on the podcast.
2: Let me just say this. Okay. Uh, Bob Saget may be one of the nicest guys in the business. Okay. Very, very sweet guy. Very nice, very pleasant to talk to, fun to talk with.
0: That's what Mary Kate and Ashley say. He
2: w- he was our first guest ever on this podcast. Yes. Um. So I was bummed that I didn't get to. Yeah, we didn't get to. We we didn't get him last week. But but um, I understand why he he was. On yeah,
0: he doesn't really need the extra media.
2: No, no, he doesn't.
0: He's kind of a big deal.
2: Uh, on Tuesday of last week. So th- so that would have been April the end of April Tuesday. Yeah. The last Tuesday in April. Uh, he was getting ready to record his hour-long special, his new hour-long special. So literally, this last run in Charlotte last weekend was, oh, was his, his final test. Was his last kind of prep for it. He did a, yeah. th- have shows on Sunday night in like Baltimore, but um, he was really kind of treating Charlotte as his last sort of warm-up for the material. Right. So I got asked to record the audio of his shows on Saturday night.
0: Brian, I already know where this is fucking going. <laughs> well, Go ahead.
2: wait, it gets better.
0: I can't wait. I'm on So,
2: of course, there's no money involved because I'm a terrible business person. I know. Okay. So, um, but, you know, it's for Bob. You know,
0: I offered to be Ramon's agent. I'm now yours. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Happily.
2: But see, I had two, two frames of thought. First of all, if I'm doing it for Bob. You know, I'll do it for Bob. He's. Okay, you know, well, then I in get, turn, I know. There needs I'll to do it for the guy who's got all that full house money. No, no, no. <laughs> That's not what I mean. But in turn, know, get right. something
0: an interview, a blowjob, whatever.
2: Right. He had He had done, you know, he was our first guest on the podcast, you know. So it, not that I felt indebted to him, but I did feel like, you know, I can do this for Bob Sagan. I can do it. I can sacrifice right. a Saturday night and record both of his shows. It's fine. Sure. So, or in turn, if I'm doing it for the Comedy Zone, then I can, you know, I get in to see all these shows, you know. Whatever your logic is. Right. Whatever whatever helps me sleep. So I, um, you know, I'm recording the shows. Everything's fine. The first show comes off just fine. The second show. So
0: when you record the audio, are you back there? Yeah. Okay. All
2: right. I have a little uh, micro recorder that I hook up to the board. Okay. And it just comes out of the board right into the micro recorder and then I can put the file in here and everyone's happy.
0: Except for you because you're a terrible business person.
2: So the idea was that um, um, although uh, sidebar, I don't think this has been announced yet but Doug Benson's coming back to record a Doug Loves Movies here and it, it's a That's good thing. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, in June and I got hired to record the last his last podcast when he was here. Let me just explain and what so hired I'm record- means. No, 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 I am getting okay. paid for Doug. Okay. For his stuff that I do get paid. That is what hired for. means. His stuff I do get paid for. Okay. So um so uh the second show we're recording the second show he's doing things you know a little bit differently. The second show runs a little bit longer. Okay. And my SD card which should not have filled up was full mm-hmm. fills up and then stops like i don't know like 10 minutes before the end of the show so he's doing his songs by that point he's got the guitar out he's got the songs i figured that's not the big of deal as big a deal he was probably much as more interested stand-up. in the yeah. stand-up part so it's kind of okay that that the card ran out of space but it shouldn't have run out of space so i come back into the podcast studio to start to convert the files because the idea was i was going to hand him a thumb drive right um with the mm-hmm. files on it right not realizing I had to hand him my own thumb drive because he, he didn't have a thumb drive of his own. So I I gave up my 16 gigabyte thumb drive that I've had on my keychain for a couple of years. years. Um, what the so, fuck, Brian? So, wait, wait, wait. Okay. S- so I, I get back into the podcast studio. Bob uh,
0: Saget can afford a 16 gigabyte fucking <laughs> thumb drive. Okay, go ahead.
2: So <laughs> I get back into the podcast studio. First show's converted. Everything's fine with the first show. The second show, the file's corrupted. So how did that happen? I, I just don't know. Freak the, thing. The only thing I can think of was that since the SD card filled, oh, it just it never finished the file. Like gotcha. you know, ordinarily, I think there's some sort of process when you when you turn the recording off, the thing does something that kind of puts a bow on the file. Right. And 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 finishes it. In this case, the file never got finished. So that's my theory, anyway. Yeah. The other thing is is that unless you format a disk, everything that you've recorded obviously is still on, on that, there. That mm-hmm. that drive, disk. But even if you delete it, it's still there. There's still a ghost file of it on right. that on that disk. So um, now I have to go in and tell Bob Saget that I don't have a second show. I think I can retrieve it, but I want to go back. And make sure. To the system I have at home, which is more robust than the laptop I was working on here. Right. Not that laptop, but my my Mac laptop. Right. So I have a much more robust- um, System. System at home. So I go into the green room, and Bob is there, and I say, you know, I've got good news and bad news. I mean, let me just say, there is no worse feeling in the world than letting Bob sag it down. Right. Because he's- He's just, you know, he's such a. He's You're like, listen, I've got a half house for you. He, he's America's dad.
0: Uh, you know, the okay. last thing
2: you want to do. Well, it, after I mean,
0: hearing his humor, I'm like, I don't think of him as my dad anymore. <laughs> but, but it's Bob Saget. I get it. Yeah, it's America's dad.
2: And he's the last, like he says, he's the last remaining TV dad that, that you can count on who hasn't done something True. gross. Yeah. Know? So. So, um, I say, you know, I got the first show. The first show was fine. I said, the second show, the file's corrupted. And, and he got a look on his face like, like I, I told him his dog had died. And, <laughs> and he goes, that's the show I really needed. Like that. So, I'm like, well, okay, look. I said, here's the deal. I think I can get you the other show. But, but it's going to cost go- you. <laughs> <laughs> you should have held it hostage. But I have to name. go back home and I want to try to get the file on my system at home because yes. it's, it's just a more powerful system. system. He said, okay. So I gave him the first show on my 16 gigabyte well, thumb drive that, that is now gone, that is now in right. in, in Danny Tanner's You should have given box. it to him with
0: a self adjust envelope yeah. to be like, well, yeah, send it back to me later.
2: I thought, I thought he might have his own thumb drive with it. I him, thought so too. But he did not. So I go yeah, home. Well, they're
0: expensive, so.
2: I go home and I'm on my I'm on my big system, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for you know trying to get into this this uh, micro uh, disk, and you know I can't the file is definitely corrupted, so I go to look for uh, something online that can restore files corrupted and restore files. corrupted yeah, sure. files and things like that. Um, I found something. It was fifty bucks. So Brian, so
0: <laughs> I cannot even deal with you.
2: I spend the fifty bucks. Of course you do. Three hours later, so it it's now four o'clock in the morning because his last show ended at midnight. So
0: now you've got three hours of work just at home, a fifty dollar purchase, and you did both his recordings for him, and you didn't get paid.
2: Mm-hmm. And I gave up a thirty dollar thumb drive. Brian, I, I know could, I, I'm I a could terrible literally just flick person. you in the testicle. But, but because I feel like that would hurt. But.
0: It looks like I'm unhugging my bra, but really, yeah, it's well, just too tight. Kind of wondering what you. Because these melons are massive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny, Brian. It's, okay? p- it's
2: pretty funny. So um, he's like,
0: "No, really, I'll tweet a picture of him later."
2: So I create a Dropbox. Okay. And I send the stuff to Mike from the Comedy Zone because he's got Bob's email address, which is right. what you know. I told him what happened. Uh, send it to, to Mike. Mike. Michael, get it to you. Uh, Mike says for some reason he can't access access it, so he gives me Bob's email address. So, I now have Bob's email address, so I can blow that shit up. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay. So um, You're like dick pics. So, I put Bob's email address on the, on the Dropbox, and he gets the files. Everything's working great. And he sends me a very nice note afterwards saying, you know, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You've really helped out. You know, and I said, good luck on Tuesday. And he said, this will really help. And, I mean, again, just a super sweet guy. But, yeah, I'm out, like five Shit, hours of my time. life and about 80 bucks and yeah so i'm i'm not a good business person but i'm very very happy that i was no i was no able more to make business it right bob saget. with you no sir. I, yeah i, I can't I, I should not be allowed to manage no. my own life yeah
0: i thought that's why you were married
2: no because she's not that much better than i am
0: you guys are too nice
2: because she was like i said honey you know i kind of let you know i let bob saget down I need to spend. And she
0: was like, "We're getting divorced if you don't fix this." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I need to spend fifty bucks to make it right, and she's like, "Okay." So that that <laughs> it just it's not. She's never like, "Well, they need to." Blend. Why don't you it just
0: expense never... the comedy zone for it?
2: No, that's not. But, Brian, I cannot. Kind of, I looked at I it, looked at it right as now. my fault because I looked at it. It was my mistake.
0: Here's the thing: they should supply all of those things.
2: I don't disagree with you.
0: Exactly my point, and but, then it would have but, never fucking happened. Yes.
2: But, you know, in this case, they didn't. And so, so I then, considered it to be my mistake. That did the, we that's learn from kept this kept experience, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to format the SD card. No,
0: before, <laughs> stop <laughs> that. Or everything. I mean, saying, yes, I'll do the audio, but I need this is how much it's going to cost you. Or because you probably won't do that. No. Say, OK, I need them to provide a thumb drive with at least this much space on it.
2: Yeah, we have talked about that. Yes.
0: Talked about it or like finalized it?
2: Well, talked about it. Because if I happened, have to
0: be yeah. your handler, yeah. like like mascots have handlers, yeah. I will be your handler and be like, nobody talks to him. You talk to me, I'll talk to him.
2: Yeah. I need somebody because I have none. I need somebody with balls to handle yes. my business doing. Yeah. And you just need
0: somebody is, to be yeah. a bitch for you, and I'm good at that. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. so anyway, I was very, very Ryan. happy I was able to make it right for Bob Seckett because because I love that guy. Yeah but you'll have
0: $80 and f- six hours worth apparently so <laughs> unbelievable I can't help you I officially have yeah. to be your handler I will be your Chelsea handler
2: yeah so now there's something like you know in the back of my head like well maybe my name will show up in the credits of his of his uh,
0: speaking of which, uh, which at the very least they
2: should <laughs> yeah right
0: that would be cool are you gonna like slow it down at the end of his special just to see if your name's on there? Yeah,
2: the- it'll be up there for half a second.
0: Did you make sure to spell it in your email?
2: It's a yeah. I th- it's in the it's in the yeah. It's in the it's okay. in the signature of the email I sent. Him.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be there, but hopefully it's not. No. So one of the uh, you know stupid like flavor of love, whatever Brett Michaels' love show was. What was his?
2: The STD of the week. What was it?
0: It's similar. I mean, that's yeah. what you got as a like as a run up, runner up prize. But um, I don't know.
2: I don't yeah, know. I remember. Yes, okay. I remember my point though is, the show. Yeah,
0: they brought two girls from one of these shows onto Chelsea Handler's late night show when she was on E, which was called Chelsea Lately. Yes. So the girl on the show was like, "Oh my God, we're getting to meet Chelsea Lately." Like that was <laughs> yeah, her like fucking her name. Yeah. last yeah. name. I was like, "You're an idiot." That's awesome. Yeah. I wonder how often that happens, though, for people who have, like, I guess lately could be somebody's last name, but let's be serious. I don't know how many people watch that show and didn't know her last name was Handler.
2: Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I think if you're a fan of the show, I think you know, like, if you know. You know, it's Chelsea Handler. Yeah, like, right. you know, Josh Blue, a fortune themester. Josh right. Blue. Josh, uh, Josh. Wolf. Josh Wolf. Thank you. Josh yes. Blue's the other guy. He was not on Chelsea Handler. No. <laughs> um, but the, 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 you know. Then if, you know the names yeah it, the full names if you knew that they came from uh from chelsea lately then you know that her name is chelsea handler yeah if you're just kind of like oh i've seen that on my way f- flipping through the channels on e that she yeah. has the show then you assume i
0: really like her netflix show i haven't seen it that's good well i've always liked her show anyways because yeah. she's just i feel like we're very much the same y- person you're,
2: you, you are kind of the same person. yeah,
0: yeah. so big fan of her mm-hmm. have you read her books no, I, I, feel fucking like, hysterical. I feel like they're
2: not for me. Oh, they're so amazing. Yeah. I did want to mention, speaking of uh, Netflix specials, a uh, friend of, of the podcast, Vir Das. Yes. Uh, has a new Netflix special out, and it's fantastic. It's really, really good. So, yeah, um, if you have an opportunity. What's it uh, I can't remember now if it's.
0: Well, I mean, how many Vir Dases are there? Y-
2: yeah, search for Vir, V I R, Das, D A S, two yeah. words. Uh, one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. Um, literally. And, and had a packed and,
0: crowd when he was here, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, for like sold out five straight shows or something. Really That's crazy. Like that. But a uh, very, very sweet guy. Very, very cool.
0: You don't see a lot uh, of, yeah. well, I don't see a lot of, um, I guess, Indian comics that have made it.
2: Yeah. no, there's
0: Like made it to that level where yeah. you're selling out shows in Charlotte or...
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of his audience is is Indian. We're talking Far East Indian, not yeah, like Native American Indian. Yeah, but that's great because
0: yeah. otherwise, where who is their their main comedian that they that is um, internationally known? You know?
2: Yeah, but maybe Russell Peters is the only one I can think of, but I think he's more British than yeah. But um, and Aziz,
0: it, but Aziz is very um, yeah Americanized, I guess. And I say that because his story, yeah, is yeah. like he doesn't live in India.
2: Yeah, and uh, Camille is from uh, Pakistan. Yeah, so that's not that's cool. Yeah, but uh, it's it's just it's really really good. So I highly recommend Veer Das's. It's interesting. It's interesting to see the the other world's perspective on what's happening in the U.S. right now. And while he doesn't talk a whole lot about that, there is uh, a bit about because India is you know a country that certainly has its own baggage when it comes to to politics. So it's 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 very interesting to I have to to bring this perspective
0: up because i think it's funny hold on Stand by. uh by the way i was watching all of my like thursday night shows that i normally watch and every single news station decided to mention how michael orr had assaulted an uber driver which is not a one it's not a big deal the guy put his hands in his face yeah and he, he pushed him if he wanted to hurt him he would yeah. hurt him
2: yeah he was he was i mean according to the police report he was he was clearly provoked but it's yeah It's not sexy to say you know Uber driver attacks Michael Orr. It's much more sexy to say. My point is, like, did it really need
0: to be the top story though? Um. Okay, so I'm gonna ask this question, but I know that you will say no. Do you know who Migos is? The group Migos. Mm -mm. All right. Is it a musical group?
2: It is. Can I find their music somewhere?
0: If if you want to. How do you spell that? m i g o s
2: are they what what is like who are they m i okay
0: um here's the thing they um they're under fire right now because they labeled Nigeria a third world country where quote the english wasn't even that good end quote <laughs>
2: <sighs> so they're not the sharpest tools in the shed is what you're saying yes is there a particular song i should pick
0: um no, it doesn't matter. This was their exact quote. We were surprised, with the reception we got, because it's a third-world country and there's a lot of struggle in the city. To see that firsthand was amazing, and for them to come to the show and know everything, lyrics, word for word.
2: Yeah, that's, that's, uh... Murder. Murder. <laughs> This is a uh, song called Get Right With You."
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah okay well you're gonna have to fast forward because it's just a lot of beats right now
1: because this is proper English anyways
2: all their
0: all their songs sound the same by the way but the point is they Nigeria was like uh what What are you talking about? We speak great English. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with our Listen English. to your songs and then talk to us.
2: Maybe you should look at your English.
0: Right. So they're going to go back to Nigeria and learn English from them. <laughs> it's going to be great. I just thought that was funny. Uh, uh, Terrible.
2: Terrible. I don't get it. I, don't, I, I understand less than half of what's happening. Right with Donald Trump? Just with everything. <laughs> okay. Just with everything. I understand. Yeah. My wife and I were talking about that this morning. Now there's the new... Uh The family that was escorted off the delta flight.
0: which is insane
2: B- agreed Here's the thing because my wife is like my wife overreacts to just about everything that happens in the world okay so she she flips out. I'm like you have to you have to take things as they come. you can't right. f- overreact to every little thing and freak out right and, and and especially when it comes to Trump because it's this fire hose of stuff, right and you can't it's a golden know, shower right right and you can't freak out over this and then this and then this right you'll be exhausted right and and you'll lose sight of the bigger picture right and so she said well what's happening like you know on, with all the airplanes and with all the this and that and it, 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 the thing is I don't think we're any less or more crazy than we've ever been
0: okay I think it's just recorded now is that what you're saying yes
2: yeah we've got you can't break wind without a camera
0: I do all the time. (laughs) Around you somewhere. There's no cameras. (laughs) You
2: know what I mean though? You can't make a move without it being spotted on camera. So we see every crazy little thing that happens. But
0: here's the thing. I think it is smart to record things like that because the wife wasn't blatantly in the person's face recording. She recorded it subtly just so she would have record of like, no, this is so wildly insane. To threaten that you'll be jailed and your kids will be put in foster care
2: I agree, and first of all, they don't have the flight attendant. The authority. The, you're yeah. right,
0: but even the, that is provoking, and that dad remained very calm, considering.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, because he saw the other guy get dragged off a plane with a broken jaw. Yeah, but, but, even, no, but even but even so, he's
0: got two kids and a wife on the plane. He's not going right. to you know freak out. But right. if someone threatens to jail me and Agreed. take away my dogs,
2: right? Well, well, yeah, yeah.
0: Then then it's going down for real.
2: Speaking of dogs, BarkBox. Yes. Um, but the, the, the i don't think i feel like this stuff happened before
0: no sure, it did and i agree with you but it i'm just, saying it's just
2: it wasn't it wasn't caught on camera like everything is caught I on camera i don't think they now. were so removed from
0: planes we're... did you see the guy who so. had to pee yeah i think that's absurd
2: yeah i agree i agree with you but but where <laughs> where it's
0: costing the airlines more money than it's worth of course just let them fucking stay on the plane shut
2: up well the the the, okay so right after the guy got dragged off the plane
0: right
2: united right there was another united airlines where the couple that was going down to their their wedding and oh god what was the reason that they were being asked to leave the flight now i can't remember why they were being asked to leave the flight but, but it was a stupid reason and I'm like, maybe if you're a United flight attendant and it's two days after.
0: You just let anything go. Yeah.
2: Maybe you're a little, maybe you just look the other way for this couple who's going yeah. down to their wedding. <laughs> and, right. And because that is not the kind of PR you need. At all. A day and a half after you yeah, drag any your Any of before. these
0: airlines do not need any negative PR yeah. because it is, it's the scapegoat right now. Yeah. Anything happens. Like yeah. the one guy was getting a stroller down and hit some yeah. lady. You know, and a guy stood up and was like, "Whoa! If you do that to me, I'm gonna knock you out." And he's like, "Bring yeah, the, it!" Yeah, and
2: the little bald flight attendant was yeah. all, like pointing his finger. At I'm
0: him. like, "Whoa, Napoleon! Calm <laughs> the fuck down!" <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I don't know. It it made me nervous. I was supposed to go to Portland next weekend, but I am not going because, um, for health reasons, the wedding has been postponed. Not my own wedding. Because that's never happening. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I would, I would be flying American because that's who I fly with because I've got, you know, um, because the frequent flyer because miles. Because you're an American.
2: and Yes. Yes. You're yes. a patriotic American. That's,
0: that's right. yeah. Totally. Or because I owe them way too much on my credit card. so
2: Well, that too. All Which right. Which is
0: the American way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so you are a patriotic. On
0: man. that note, make sure you max out your credit cards by coming to Funny on the Fly this weekend.
2: That's right. Sunday night, 7 o'clock, uh, Sunday, May 7th. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. May seventh, seven o'clock. Sammy Joe Francis' debut on the Comedy Zone stage as an MC. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be a good show. I've got some cool topics, and we'll we're going to recycle some old topics and come up with some new topics, and it's good.
0: Hey, helpful fun fact for you: mm-hmm. May is National Masturbation Month.
2: Or as, so we'll see you next week. <laughs> yes, yeah, or as we call it in my house. Eh. Yeah. It's, it's me. Like, All every, right, then. like every month um yeah. no
0: i saw somebody posted that on one of the um real housewives of atlanta candy posted that and i was like is that even a thing i feel like now we've made up every single day is national something day right yeah like i want a national who gives a fuck day yeah it's going to be sunday when i'm debuting
2: <laughs> but i wonder like when you name something that I are mean, I,
0: I already got my future children t-shirts that say National Masturbation Month.
2: Right, yeah. So they can inform. Yeah. But what, like, are we raising awareness? What are we, what are we hoping to achieve with that?
0: Ain't no shame in that game. I think that's what they're... <laughs> is,
2: is that it's a bit? Yeah. Yeah. That's the message?
0: That's their slogan. Okay. Yeah. Ain't no shame in my game. Fwap, fwap, fwap. That's it. <laughs> so, All right. Uh, well, uh... well, we'll
2: continue that conversation off mic then. Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> next week,
0: hopefully, we'll have Will back. Who do we have next week? Potentially.
2: Uh D. Ray Davis. next Ooh, week okay. Makes his return to the podcast. So, yeah.
0: Very exciting. And our book is getting close to being full. So We are
2: very close to filling that book.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know what we're going to do there, but.
2: Well, we will auction it off. Yes. Which means like you said. guys
0: will know details on the auction.
2: Yep. Uh, we'll take pictures of all the autographs and identify all the autographs. There's some cool stuff. Bob yeah. Saget. Uh other cool comics? Anyone who's been a guest on David the podcast Tell. has signed yeah, the book, David got, Tell. Yeah, we've got Thank great uh, big names on there. Yeah, uh, Jim Norton, um, Heather McDonald, Josh Wolf, Josh Wolf, Jesse, Jesse May Peluso, your buddy. Yeah, so it's a really, really cool book, actually. And um, we're going to auction that off for charity. We haven't chosen the charity yet. We'll get together and have a meeting and figure out who we want. Who we want to get the $10 that we get from the, right, from the book. Right.
0: It's at least but, 10 bids, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Say goodnight, Gracie.
0: Goodnight, Gracie.
2: The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bobashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.